everybody. I spent that good deal. Um, I don't think we're going to have a shift for next to increase operations. Again, because next week should be Yontif. It's not going to be Yontif, but it's still like, you know, you got to do a lot of things for Yontif. Yes, I don't know if you have time for Shia. Uh, and afterwards, Chalamet and the Gemplations. Hazino Rebbe's not going to give. Hazino Rebbe's not going to give. Parshish, I'm going to try and do something in here today a little bit. Of, okay. um, there's a lot of hashkafas that are in here. These settlers. So we're going to cover them so at least we'll have something. Um, there's one thing that Rashi brings down on the posse that we'll but and that's a very important lesson that we have. We always think, you know, good, but it's that's true, it's But the attitude that we have to train ourselves in, if we leave it as always the choice that we can do whatever we want, and sometimes we can be neutral. This way, if I feel that once God says he can't, he can't, that's it, it's over, it's finished. Same thing by Janaisish. Once she gets married to somebody else, why is that awesome? Because by that thing, the, the, even Ezra says, the person is supposed to look at somebody else's wife, it's with the king's wife. The king's wife, you have no way to hold. The king, you have a mood again. It's her for wife, you had to chop them. So once, if you see the Irish right in front of you, you, think, you see a malach standing over you, over with a baseball bat and says, you see, you do that and I'll slug you with the bat. You're not going to do it. You have no Yitzhahola to do it. I did not get that. I have Yitzhahola, but I can't do it. I'm afraid. You have no Yitzhahola. Because pain is not something that you have Yitzhahola for. So therefore, that's what you're looking at. So you're supposed to look at it to King's wife. Once I have a din that I can, that I can remarry, then there's no reason for me to maybe get a to uh, to divorce my wife, let her marry someone else, and then I'll marry her back, and then whatever. It's now you never forget about the other guy's wife, and that's the trouble. After me, once it's somebody else's wife, it's gone. It's finished. In fact, in our world, we we must we must keep this very much in, in mind. We are a very closed world. We don't have that much. Uh, very much. Everybody knows everybody. And it's very possible that you'll have in the same neighborhood, the same Kailo, the same whatever, the same Shkuna where we live, that the guy who went out with 10 other girls and they married nine other guys. And it's mostly not the other guy's wives. It's nothing to do. It's not something I could have married her or I could have whatever it is. These Mashobas are not supposed to be by anybody. That's the important part. I can't. I may not mean I can't. If I can't, there's nothing that's to uh, think about.
Anyway, the Shaila here, which is a little bit like a Shaila Gobabasa, I don't know if he spoke about it last time or not. We just read the Kriya, for the Thomas. It says here, what he saw, he says, um, put the table, Assume you should make the table, you put it by the side of the oven. Um, on that. I'm going too fast. That's a toe, and I'm looking for something. I'm going to really skip it. Okay, but anyway, it says, huh? Uh, I jumped it here. Okay, I'm sorry. Right? Okay, I jumped. We're going to have to go back. But then we The part of that thing is, it says over there um, that he gave it over. As I said, the side of the orange. Oh, sometimes it says that if there was a daff that came in the it was in the video with the Lucas and the other, or there was a little shelf that comes out. And so first of all, that shelf point is a very interesting thing. Uh, we uh, <clears throat> we just built the basement shop in the country. And uh, we have uh, the cadish uh, is a room. In other words, it's a room that, that, that's built out of the building. And you, you walk into it and Sifri Tehre lay on a ledge on a, on a shelf, which is held in by brackets into the wall and they also have chains that hold it up chains just for decoration because the brackets and sadly is that called your tailor say for tailor or not and we had that objection and uh, that you know you hang in the set looks like you're hanging in the tailor not even allowed to hang and only cadish even if you knock it into the wall but if it looks like it's hanging you're not allowed to have it and so it's, a good, it's a good point. Uh, but I said, but when you have, you see that it supports how into the wall. That's not so. the first wall. The fact that I don't know how many people would ever thought of it when they put it in a closet, said they could have having a house. They put it in a closet, put it on a shelf. The shelf is also only supported on the side. It's, it's, it's not, it's not, uh, it's not, it doesn't go with feet to the floor. Okay, but the biggest guy is from here. That if there's a whole of daf that went out, then go into this little thing that held, but it was held together by the oven that it can't fall, that it's, a, that it's not hanging, it's not a bazillion. This is how it's held. I get on a porch. Now you're not, not going to say it's a hanging porch when you walk into a porch that the, the beams will overextend the house, right? They bar Hashem that you feel it's really secure over there. So I'm saying, so this is also the same thing that it is, that's not called hanging. Okay, but anyway, we, before it said that by when he wrote this blue, this is when we got the second shnee, but 
So he put the uh, he put him in a box in an oven, oven of wood. Right? She says over there that this is the oven that went to war with them, and uh, that's where they put shivra luchis in the end. And the, the reason you need that that box was simply because the oven wasn't intuitively built until after he broke the luchas. So for what we where was he going to put the first luchas? Right, obviously they had some, but he didn't. He didn't build a box for the first luchas. I don't know exactly what was planned for it. for the second luchas, he said build a box and put it there, and then you'll build the then you'll build the mishkan, the mishkan, and then you'll have an oven. You'll put it in there, but till then you have the wooden box, and they have laid the shivra luchas, and that went out to war with them. It makes a lot of sense. That is because you didn't have to go every time they went to war to go in the oven. Kedushim, you get out the shiva luchas from there, but that's probably difficult to put in there. And you had it in a different oven. I don't know where the oven was. Was it also the Kedush Kedushim and you took it out? Or however, they got it out. Whenever they got it out, right? So they uh, were able to do it, like to take out the potatoes and stuff like that. So at that time, they took these things, things out. I can't answer you how they would have done it or how they do it. But it makes sense. Then what the Ikel Zach is telling you, Luchas, we should be Luchas, Menachem Ba'olim, that leave it to cover the bling in an oven. It's not just that you can't leave it half good. You have to put it in an oven. You can't just do this. You got to give it the same cover as you give a regular safe table. And so on. So, uh, so there would be mash, but the safe table doesn't necessarily have to be in the one with the Kach Kedoshim. Could be an end, even though it could be because Alam Bris Hashem, which we probably more the Kurdish Kedoshim one than, than, than this box that, that, that he had, like for the for temporary Chrysalian, but you would call it for it. I think it's the, 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 the wooden box. Just that we say the Shivri Lufas are the same as the Lufas that they both go with the Aran. Are they mamish the same that you would put it on top of the Gregor? Yeah, like this, it would no. Yeah, that extra tefah, half a tefah. All around where they can slip in, it's broken. So, but he's on the bottom. I don't know. So, if I want to go to war with him, I'd have to go pick him out and this and that. I mean, it doesn't sound first of all, why your hands going on the oven? I mean, by touching the Lucas, you know, I think that would be a terrible thing to be able to touch the Lucas, mm-hmm. you know, something like that. I don't know. I mean, but whatever it is, but the Gemara Mabasa seems to say it was all living together. Like this whole much more smoke in um, okay. In the uh, in of Hakil, this is a doctor of Shishivas. We said, obviously, in a time it was very necessary, but I don't think that it was ever a time that it's not necessary. And in our time, it appears to us in different ways. And it goes that way. Um, the dinner of is uh, that you're supposed to have a noshim, noshim, the taf, have to come. Okay, so there's a Gemara that Hamidim came to Rabbi Shua, he was older, and he came to ask him. You know, uh, I guess in Dr. Chaylem, or just to, to, to visit him, whatever it is. And he asked them what Chiddush was in the Beis Medush today. So they told him, well, you tell me, 
came to hear, but then he come to tell, which is a very important lesson that we have to have. When the world comes, the kids want to save the Tehillah to the Rebbe. I don't know if there's anything uh, that that's what we're supposed to do. And it's very nice you want the approval of the Rebbe, but it's not what they're supposed to do. He's supposed to hear what the Rebbe has to say. He's supposed to give him as much time as he can to say it. And the reason for it is because he has more and more and more to put out. The Gore, they said, used to speak, he used to say so much at one time that they had to have different people of this time even that wrote different subjects to the Gunther. The same thing was by by Abaya. No, normally a Talmud has to, uh, a Tal- I mean, a Rebbe, there's really no excuse to say, I teach the top of the class, the bottom of the class, the middle of the class. I've got to teach the whole class. It's not just going to teach the part of the class. This is Gemara in Babasla that says over there that the Shabbos, which he happens to be like the, uh, I guess, the, the Lamatinikis that I had at that time. The Talmud of Rabs, and with Esrab Shailas, Esrab Shailas, what happened if kid fell asleep? And he keeps sleeping in, in, in the class. He does, you know, he's not paying attention. What should I do with him? He says, leave him sleeping. Wake up one day and then I'll sit in. Ask that to any Menaya you want to see if they can get that answer. Okay. What do you do with the mother? Unfortunately, that's inadequate a lot of times. Anyway, and the Rabbi said, don't wake him up. The cuts don't wake up for eating. No matter how. Obviously, the kid had his own friends. If a son Kishman is there, he fell asleep. Okay, he'll start then. <clears throat> he has the ability to understand. I don't understand as good as the other guy yet. So it's a job of everything, ain't you? He'll say, how can you teach that? Let me tell you, I went to school. In English, you can't they can read in Hebrew, they don't know one class. But in English, there were five classes that were on one, on one teacher. Um, I started in MTJ, the 3B. In those times, used to have the years divided between Chalot and A and B. I was in the 3B at the time. And they had the 3B, 4A, 4B, 5A, 5B. That's five classes, all learning different things. And you had first Mrs. Goldstein, no, and then when husband comes to public school, he would come and he would take over Mr. Goldstein. That was the thing. And they were able to teach five classes at one time. Now, how could you teach five classes at one time? You're different thing. That's what you have to do sometimes. The little red schoolhouse, how do you do that? You have to tell them how to teach, how you teach them kindergarten, that college, all in one's class. Like one student here, one student here, one student there. And you got to do it at the same time. How do you do it at the same time? You'll learn. There's no such thing as, you know, I concentrate on 
the best the thing they give the best work to do. They have work to do. I give how hard the work to do it. You can do the nut best. And whatever it is there. Okay, if you had to review it the month or explain to them or whatever it is. But I'm saying Rebbe can figure it out. Okay. Um, so yes, and what what uh, what Chish was there was he said we came to link the audit and uh, you see also, but by Baye, you have a mice <coughs> that you see he didn't spend this time to explain it to Rebbe, to his Kitabe Tamida. Because Rabacha uh, by Yankif sent Yankif his son to learn by Bayer, so he didn't understand the Shirim. So he said, Okay, you go. Uh, you stay here, and I'm going. So, therefore, you see that, uh, that you know, you know uh, the, the, the Bayer didn't take into consideration guys who don't understand. So, the Bayer is the God of The God of just has to keep throwing tear at you because this is it. He's got to get out as much as he has in life. That he has to give over, he has to get out of the uh, out to the Talmud. And therefore, if he's going to spend time explaining to each Talmud, but even though he's working out the thing, teaching, he's not going to be able to get out the Torah. They have to hear, and not hear the learn. I mean, learn to hear to hear what he has to say, and that's where he has this big difference between the Rebbe and the Bayi. Um, by Melech. You also can't uh, interrupt. Uh, you know, in traditions, uh, I mean, in Brocha says, he came down to Dover Amelech and told Namchet Pichem Panosa, and he gave him an agent, right? Do business. They saw they not burdens to Alim Bechulia. It's not going to be sufficient. If everybody had the American dream, even the, even the cleaning lady, but she also wants a cleaning lady, it's not going to be possible, right? So therefore, it has to be different with different levels. How could touch everybody have what we all need? So obviously the question is how do we do it? So they never offer another opinion. Dabra Malach offers again and again, he offers till he comes to Gidud. And that is the point that there is an union of, of being able to, that it's the Malach, unless he is, invites you to offer an opinion, you can't allow to offer an opinion. And to just say, I'd like to offer an opinion. I can't offer an opinion. You know, does not listen to the opinions. And the same thing, you're coming to the Rebbe, to the Rebbe, to do it. The only reason I was learning the Rebbe, the Chiyav of a Rebbe in a class, each Talmud wants to show him what he accomplished and going on the right way. Is he being Mechadish properly? He's not being Mechadish properly. Okay, that's the Rebbe's job, so therefore he's Mechadish to listen. But an outside Rebbe is not Mechuri to listen. Except that Tausnachelos, people used to go to them. <laughs> anyway, so they came to Rabbi Shua and they told him, uh, what do you call it? Uh, what do you tell him? He said, Afal Pikaining, and they said, it's pretty Hebrewish. It must have been something you heard. So they said, yes, whose week was it? That was the time when they, when Leo was, was deposed, and then he was reinstated, and but they put him meanwhile on the Lisbon Azalia. So they left it at three weeks for Rabbi Akiv, for Rabbi Namliel, and one week for the Lisbon Azalia. So that was the, the, the week of Rabbi Lisbon Azalia. So he says, What did he learn? So he says, He got a hit with learning Hakil, and he said, It says over there 
that the Hanoshim, Hanoshim, Tafsis, okay, Hanoshim is to learn. Hanoshim is to hear. Taflama boy, why the children have to come for? Well, they come for. So, that's 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 what he does. And hearing that, Yeshua started to say, you know, this is such melodic. You wouldn't want to tell me this melodic. You saw what he said. This is so fantastic. <laughs> and any girl that was when I said, can't be a girl. Yosin. I mean, went on and on. Well, Shiva asked, he says, what was the big deal? What did he say? Well, he said, you have a mitzvah, you're going to get tzchah. It's a big deal. So that's what I told you. So why are we so impressed? He said, no. He said, no mitzvah in Teire. You do mitzvah that God commanded. Comes to Talmud Teire, it's the funny escapes the Holocaust in the world. The Talmud Teire is for learning. Uh, learning, you have to know what you learn. And we can't learn it. We can't know what you're learning. And don't bother when. So a lot of parents, years ago, this was in his time, would say, eh, my kid's not going to be a rabbi anyway, so it's important to bring him. Uh, he's too weak to learn. He's not smart enough to have a double program. And they all leave all these types of excuses that they, they had for, the, for their kids, you know, and stuff like that. And they didn't bring the shita. He says, that's what he said. Your job is to bring them. That's what your job is. It's not, it's, the mitzvah is bringing. That's the mitzvah. That's what you get in the for. It's not they, they're not what they know how to learn. They don't know how to learn. It's irrelevant. The truth is, even by ourselves, we have that. You have a guy that has a hashtop tikkup, or the, the, the seed, like, you know, goes in one, one ear and out the other ear. So it's a uh, it's matone, a bad matone, God didn't give you the right equipment. But the Benyana says over there, but he should still learn because even though he has to keep repeating it as if he never learned it, he'll get tzchaf for the Havanya. He'll always get tzchaf for that Havanya. So there's no reason for him not to keep learning. So that, and that's basically the part that you have to understand. Your job is to sit down and work. It's not that my job is not to know that the thing that it will be nice if you know. The important thing if you do know, we'll make it a rabbi. That's not the key of Talmud. Once I'm learning, I can't learn not to know. I have to learn as if to know. But that's not the objective. Not I must know. If I can't know, I still have to. And the Talmudian that the guy, the Balabatim, the Lord used to give a shir. <coughs> They come to the shir and they they fall asleep in the shir. Right? Because they get a little tired and they, you know, they didn't really understand what's going on, so they fell asleep. So, but they still got schas, they got, because I came to hear, came to hear. I, I'm not uh, able to understand, so I don't understand. That's not the that's not the most important part. The important part is they're coming here to Hashem. And here's the thing, so that's, that's a, the big lesson of Hakir. Like that is that and that's what and, and that's what Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Yeshua heard. And that was the lesson of the lesson of Hazar. <coughs> Next piece it says uh, 
an interesting thing. <coughs> it says, "Will come a time when Klal Yisrael will have Eilus, will have Eilus and the Rebbeinish Shlom is going to turn away from them. And they're going to say, I mean, they want to do truth, that why, why, uh, I mean, I get angry at them, and, uh, and I have a lot of trouble. They'll say, you know what, we're having all these troubles, because God is not among us. So you now we have to get God among us. And what will I do? Has to ask the punnet by him out. I'll hide my face from them. Okay? And I'm not going back. So what's going to be with them? They're going to die. They're going to leave There's no hope for them. What's the end of the story? It doesn't go in. But I think he's soon such a righteous. What I think it means, first of all, Esther, what you call Esther, has to ask the punnet. When the word I will hide my face, she's called Esther, but God didn't hide his face. He came out. He only made it look like he hid his face in the beginning, but he didn't hide his face. Right? He just let it get up to a point before he came out and saved them. What do you think? That is, I think the problem is when you say God is not among us. I'm always here. God doesn't go anywhere else. God's all over. The whole world is my greater. There's no, there's no place he isn't. You just don't recognize that I'm here. Chesom is in you. If you think that Chesom is supposed to go over there and over here he's not here, then I'm not coming because you still don't have the idea who God is. You have to reach the point of understanding that I'm God and I can come wherever I have to be. That's where I will come. Now that I will have to, I am here wherever I have to be. I am here all the time. And I will perform, I have to perform for you, to save you, whatever it is. That, but I'm here. I didn't go away. I didn't leave you. I didn't forget about you. And that's the part that we have to understand. That the Danish room is always, always here. No one's cares about us. And this is the, uh, and now uh, to keep this point, the Taylor tells us that right Hatzino, which is the setting apart of Shemayim Baalitz as the Aden against, against the Kvah Yisrael, because the Aden are the ones who are supposed to do Yad Aden here, they're supposed to do the punishment first. And, uh, if they see that Jews, Jews are not keeping the table, they will uh, they will bring hunger. But when old soil won't come and they won't produce and whatever it is. That's what uh, I mean, that, that's the point of the share. Okay, so now we're going to go into Azim a little bit. What's, what does it say? It's going to be the second person. Yav, Kamata, Wichri. It should be like my words. It should be like rain. Pizal, Katal, and My saying should be like the dew. 
So Rashi brings down, why does he have to give you the expression of Moto and Tau? Thank you. Moto and Tau. Because by Moto, not everybody's happy with Moto. Right? I'm not talking about when it's, uh, when it's a wipeout like we just had. Well, but even a, a rain that we all need. We need the rain. But the travelers know, I'm going to get wet. They're not happy about getting soaked. Right? Uh, they just put on the brand new suit and they got caught in the downpour. Now they have to press it and clean it, whatever they have to do with it, or it's not room to open it. Now he's happy. Um, on the other hand, too, everybody's happy. <laughs> I don't want to say I beg to differ with the Rashi, but I'm in the country and I put on a press suit to Shabbos and I polished my shoes and I walk into the grass, which has dew on it, I'm going to go in the morning and all of a sudden my shine disappears, my cuffs lose their crease. I'm not very happy about that. Well, you tell me I call Smith. Well, people are happy with it, with it too. It's the relativity how much people are going to be unhappy. So I think this is what it means. I was once uh, I can't say this is a lie to I once happened to be uh, at a convention, and that needle was a conservative, a woman, young woman. She was uh, not in the divorce yet, and she was waiting for the get. And my husband wasn't giving it, and she was very upset. And uh, I called. And she was having kindness, so, you know, like, you know, like, why can't I give the get and stuff like that. I said to her, I said, you know, the tailor says it should be like rain, it should be like dew. That means there's some people that it appears, that it appears as rain. And that's people who have their own motive. They have to go. They're going for themselves. It's nothing to do. They're going for God. They're going for themselves. And all of a sudden it rains. And they get soaked. They're not happy about it. Right? He filled up his bro with the iron. Again, he did it for himself. And it became diluted. The people get married for different reasons. The Ikev reason a person has to get married for is for the nature of Kiyam Amin. That's the purpose. It helps. It makes bonuses. The fact that they're good looking. They're smart. They care. We can talk to them. They're very companionable. Um, 
come from fine families, they're rich. These are all pluses. But the tachlis of why I'm getting married is the first one. If the ikyozach is the other ones, then even though it's the fourth down, and even though it says that the Gemara is written by when we do it for a puzzle, the then then applies it even if we do it for a kosher. My, my, my motive is not the Shem Shemayim. My motive is because I want to have money. She's a rich lady, or he's a rich man, and I want to get married to her. Not because I want to be taken care of. Simply as that. I want the covet of being the Yerish, uh, uh, she's beautiful. That's the Ikyazach is beautiful. It's basically talking about the title. There's nothing at all to do about what the Tachlis of marriage is all about. And that's the time. If you do it because of the Tachlis, there are going to be times that they're going to be, and I need to get. So whatever it is, you reach they can't get along, whatever it is. But then you should know it'll be like do. Now with the process won't be a hard one. The process well, nobody's interested in holding in or in there because basically we wanted the Shemayim, it didn't work out. So we'll read a new part. But if I had other reasons why I got married. Now, all of a sudden, I'm angry, insulted, whatever it is that comes into the parts over there. Then there's sin in and there's a hatred that comes with it. A lot of things that are inside, like what, like what? That's what the terrorists tell us. There's two types of people how they do mitzvahs. They don't do it for their own benefit, whatever it is. They're not going to do mitzvahs. They're not doing avails, they're doing mitzvahs. The Kavone is not that I want to do God's will, but I want to do their will. Do the uh, thing. Those people, if there are difficulties, they will be like great. Right? On the other hand, the other ones, the great Hashem Shemayim, if there are difficulties, will be like, like, uh, like that. Now, we have this. Now, it's a funny word, he says, I want my words to be like that. You know, and it says in the afterwards, Kisirim as a desha to be Malays. Rashi touches up, it's an argument what Kisirim means. Rashi touches up with strong winds. Tornadoes. What what grows in the tornado states? Grain. In other words, you need the strong winds to harden the, the, uh, the whatever it is, the grains in order to be out of a, a good crop. I want my words to do it because the tailor strengthens you also. If I go through this shyness, you'll become someone who is stronger at the end. Let's say, for instance, you want to be about the talk, right? And all of a sudden you lose all your money. What's your reaction? Well, if you talk your calm and someone else, whatever it is, I didn't say you feel good about it, but I said that at least you're calm. No calm, but God took, God gave, God took, whatever, whatever Russian you use. But I'm calm, I'm able to accept it. So then 
uh, I prove to myself what I am. Right? No, and if I wasn't able to, but I but I adjusted to it, so then the situation made me become a Baba. Okay, so the, there's an importance and lessons also. But it's a very difficult life if you have to always have every lesson in life to have to go through a matzo. Yeah, it's going to be a very painful life. So, so Mishra Abenu, I think, is asking for it. I will buy my words, should be like, they should strengthen you. I'll explain how it's possible. And Chedivim is a shoot like, like arrows in a way that they hit each blade of grass, whatever it needs, gets the amount of water that it needs. And stuff like that. So, they, 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 that. so every person who has to learn a certain lesson from a certain pasik or from Yudim or from whatever it is, they, it'll hit him. He'll learn that lesson. It'll have that effect on him. So we want the Taylor to do two things. It wants us to strengthen us. It also wants it to be applicable to us. And that's something that we always have to do. <clears throat> um, so this Lubanisham was saying that this is what the terror should be, that we don't have to go through these things. And you say, how is it possible? Very simple. When you, when you argue through a sugya, you try to figure out exactly, put yourself in the place of the situation and say, you know, when it says you feel this way, I can feel that way. So then, no. So you try to put yourself into the true situation, and then you'll see that you feel that way. So therefore, that's what you need. That's the lessons themselves, the training, the best training is when you pay. Now, Vanishon says, um, a very important lesson, he says, uh, And the aim is for Achaya. Right? I am the one that makes you alive, and I'm the one that kills you. What's the purpose of that? You notice there's a Russian Ligmola several times of Shteyvashuyas. Why pick on Shtei shoes? Why not like the Greeks do a hundred Rishis, a thousand Rishis? Well, just they say that many Rishis. No, the Ikeyets are horrible. It's in the world is that we don't understand the Shtei shoes. God is good and God is the source of what you think is bad. What's bad for you. And therefore, you can't believe that both sources are the same. They divided between Yoshki and the Sutton. Yoshki is good, the Sutton is bad. And they're fighting with each other all the time. Right? But what Yoshki is good, it's never bad. By us saying, by Ni Amis Rachaya, we're saying that what you feel is bad is coming also from Akkurish Obviously, we know it's not bad. It's coming for a good purpose. 
some of the purpose of teaching things, some of the purpose for friendship, some of the purpose, whatever it is, uh, of me, but it, the, the, there's a reason why it's coming, and it's a just reason, but, but I still don't like it. So in a way, we see from here that the type of feeler that we really should have is not a feeler of Venetian save me, Venetian uh, help me, um, make, well, make me well, uh, or make me well, maybe you can, because, uh, but really you should also say, stop hitting me, stop beating me up, stop making me sick. Because that's what the bench is doing. Except that is in the positive sense. And now that you're sick, I have to make you well. So I'm asking you to make me well. But I deserve to be well. I don't deserve to be well. I'm still listening and begging you, pleading with you to make me well. So it's, it's good for that reason. But don't look at him like it's a different care. The care of good. I'm looking for the mainstream good. That's the good of the world. And it's the only way. And to him, I got to do it. But the bad comes from somewhere else. The motives in which neighbor shoes, and that's how it is over. There is one God, one God only. And he does both things. Both cases come from him. And we have to understand it and appreciate it. Um, Now, the whole Shira in several spaces stops with the, with the idea. <laughs> and don't get complacent. Now, if there is no such thing as this continuous forever, as long as you're good, your purpose is to serve me, your purpose is to listen to learn what I want. Then, then you'll have the Rahu You want to do the Torah because it's God's Torah, not because you feel like you want to be a big shot and tell the way what to do. You want to be, you want to do the God's Torah to show what someone who lives according to what the eventual one wants, but how he lives his life and, and how his life affects him. And so you would want to copy him. That's a good find. In other words, that's not what the Beisha wants from you. He doesn't want that you should learn Teva because I got to go to Yeshiva. I'm learning Teva today. Nobody in the world would be discussed the Indian that this is God's Teva that we're learning. It's God's Hudson that we're discussing here. We're talking about theory. You know, you know it's like you go to college and you get a pro and con uh, debate, and whatever side I'm on. They, that they pick me, I can find an argument for. That's not the thing. We're not a debating club. We are a club that's looking for Emmas. And that's the whole tachlis of Taylor, looking for the Emmas of what God's Watson is. And that's what we're trying to figure out. And we have a right to scream and yell and everything, but not personal. That can't be a, it's not personal. Thank you. Mesha Rabbeinu, well, then we can move for that. We'll get to uncover that. Zaysa Bracha. 
This is our Torah. This is what Rashi translates it. This Torah that Moshe taught us. That is an inheritance to in other words, you got it. It's in your hands already. It's a Melosha. It's not a Yerusha. It's not coming from you. A Melosha, you have it already. You inherited it. It's an inheritance. It's in you. You have it. Don't give it up. You realize that the tailor is yours. It's not something I have to learn. It's something that's mine. It's All the Chochmah that is mine, I'm entitled to it. And therefore, neighbors are going to be coming to Balabos. There's no one that can't understand the day. We're not talking about it from another. Which we had what we said before, where the case go in one ear and out the other ear, and is not a very good one. Something like that. Those are gifts from Kurdish poetry. But to understand the Taylor, you can all understand it. It may take us a long time to understand it. It may take us like Tamar Rafaid, it take 400 times to understand it. But if anyone can understand it, we can understand it. It's not Shaykh that he can understand it because he's smart and I'm dumb and I can't understand it there. The trouble with this is we hear something two, three times and we don't understand it. And maybe is I can't understand. I'll never get this and forget about it. That's the trouble. You know, you know right? We can eat this completely guarantees us that you will understand it. The guy to the way Matsosi is our time. That's the beginning of the sets. So therefore, it's impossible. So you just didn't try hard enough yet. That's the point. Except that most people think trying hard is you stretch your feet out, you have your cup of coffee, you have your thing away, and I think that, oh, now I'm ready to listen, God. That's not called listening. When you sit down like this, you want to see that. That's what called I want to listen. The other way, I'm not listening. Just uh, y'all hear maybe, maybe. What does it mean that we could understand? You mean that we could understand the Yeah, you can teach it. You obviously learned the Rishonim, and you understand it. Maybe it took you a while to understand them. It wasn't in terms of saying that this year, maybe to explain it a little better. But that's what I'm learning. I'm learning this and I understand it. So obviously, I can understand that way. Mm-hmm. You get a lot of time to run the places going to times. You're right. You you know, do a lot of that's up to God. Why does Rashi tell us that? I mean, that Rashi. And I'm not. tell us that Rashi Hashemani was made to shine in time. And he was in the Kabbalah from David Amalek. That means he was 500 years old when he got the tag. When he was in the Kabbalah. How old was David? 70. Right? And, and before him, Shmuel was around, 52. He's learning from all these young kids. And he's still in class. Right? But Baruch Hashem, God gave him a lot of years. So it became a Chiyashalim fight. But till then, it was a while. They, they, they didn't come right away. But he plugged at it, plugged at it, plugged at it. The Talmud of Rabbi Chaydu took. 
would have been that way. That after a certain amount of time, you become a certain person. Other people uh, have early, they, they say over, I don't know the person. Madame, Madame, Shik was one Talmud, Ram Shik was another Talmud of Ram Sefer. Ram Sik, Shik, they say he had a very shvachik, which very cut. Now he's not a bright person. He ever sees his, uh, his sponsors, the group, his sales and truths, they're set like about this big. And he's obviously, in the end, he had a lot of stuff to say. He worked on it. He prayed. I think somewhere along the line, the banisher maybe blesses him and gives him, you tried hard enough, I'll make it easy for you now. So I'll give you a better head. But for my he's got to start for himself. It's, gonna, it's not going to happen by you or by what he put. And that's it. Some people have a good bread, right? And they still may not be good. You see, after, I think I, 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 there's, a lot, there's a place someplace that says that never pass into true halach in their lives. What does that mean? Achitaifo is katsas Hashem, katsas Hashem, katsas Hashem beisai. Now, is it just like the old thing? What do you mean, Baskara Dynamics? Achitaifo is the shaker. He's the guy that knew the schar for every mitzvah. Which mitzvahs I say is bigger than other mitzvahs I say. Nobody else knew it except the Dr. I mean, very, very. And yet, and yet we say in Pascal Dynamics, this makes no sense. I said, you know what's called an educated guess? You ever hear there's uh, every type of advertisement never says 100%, 97%. Right? Whether it's guy covers, but it's ivory soap or some other things, it's always 97%. You don't have, you don't have uh, 100%. But as always, it's not perfect. What I want to say with that? Educated guest. Hmm? Educated guest. Yeah, no, basically is. If I know 97% of the subject well, and you know, I'm trying to see if what I said is true. So I'm going to bombard it with as many questions as I can to see if it's happens, right? And I'm gonna do it, uh, let's say with a hundred questions. And it pierces the whole hundred questions, but I got another two or three to go. Nah. Don't have to bother. It's right. That's an educated guess. I don't know if it's right. The odds are it's right. That's true. Ninety-seven percent right. That the odds are it's right. That's called an educated guess. Somebody will some say something is an educated guess because he doesn't have any idea at all. But to know, you have to have a hundred percent. That was Gabriel Amalek. The difference Gabriel Amalek was Shemimai. Because he went, even though they were smarter, but he went to the ultimate to find out what the answer is. <coughs> <coughs> I'm 
And after that comes a lady on my side. Rashi says, why is Huda Yehuda jump out of the world? How do we just say that? Really, it should be Shimon, but Shimon reminds he didn't give any profit. And second, it should have been lady. Why did he go to Yehuda? So he brings down, because me, God, and Huda, be my dear, was Yehuda. What happened when it was my demise of moving the beds? So that's what Ruben did, and he held it in for a long time. He didn't, uh, <coughs> he didn't tell anybody. He wasn't made about it. And uh, what do you call it? Because he felt it wasn't the proper time yet to do children. Because he did children, I mean, he had to do children in his heart. But the property was fasting all the years. But to do chuvah in the sense of, of doing vidri in public, what happens is people will find it justified. He stood up for his father, his mother's covered. He said, they, you know, the Yagyavi was, uh, what do you call now? Kavod is murder now because he got to be a fat cat. He happened to need Yagyavino now. So he's trying to, uh, to please him, he's trying to that. But in reality, he, he did the right thing when he, when he, when he put the bed in and stuff like that. So he's waiting for time to be able to show what a bit of a that he did. So until Yehuda did something that the world considers bad, you know, the din is that Mara says that they would they, 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 what is cases that Krisha left and whatever it is, all these things are true about most people look at it and say, who are you kidding? I mean, he, he had a type and he was a, he was a low life, whatever it is there. And when Yehuda was made there, many, right? And that was the thing that he was afraid of, that normal people would be afraid of to be made on, you know? Like, you know, oh, you, you, you think you propose proposing as a big tzaddik, and now you know what you really are, he's a schmutz. And therefore, and he wasn't embarrassed to do it, and he did it. And on that point, now Ruben said, "Now I have a chance to do it." Now people understand what something embarrassing is, what something bad is. So therefore, now I can say, you "Know what you think? He did a bad thing. You know what I did?" And then he went, he went nuts. The truth is, it's a very noble thing. And it's a good idea, and everything else. What has it got to do with the brachas for Chayyusah? So this is what I think. In Emerson, the Tukhari, as they say, it's a private thing. They did something, nothing to do with Christ. So, uh, you know, it's true, it's a point of argument, it's ready. But the idea is, uh, who's, who's like Ruben? Who jumps the gun that much? What he says something, think about it, maybe. Whatever it is. At least that's what we think we're going to do, and stuff like that. And therefore, it's just, it's a private, it's a private affair. It's nothing to do with the lesson for Christ. So he says, no, it's a lesson for Christ. The Kasha becomes, why did Jacob do this? If he understood, and Jacob was not a strong man, he knew that he has six kids that belong to Leah, that someone's going to take it the wrong way, right? And, you know, why should I antagonize him? 
ไม่พึ่งไม่สนใจติดติดถ้าเกิดมีมิสเซอร์บอกว่า I I like Bill more than Leah like that's a big insult like it's a big insult that's not what he was doing But Yanke Favino, in reality, was trying to not not to insult Ray at all. If you would put it in Ray's tent after Rachel dies, then people would say Ray was number two. Ray was never number two. Ray was number one. I had two number one wives. Like one of their purposes, one with more personal purpose, maybe. But the but Leia for Kai Yisrael, Malchus for Hune, Roy Yisrael. I mean, there's no cash in that. That for Kai Yisrael, she's the she's the Ikya Malchus. Right. So they're both number ones. I can't put it in this in in by Leia. I'll put it by Shifra. By Shifra, nobody will accuse me of of being like you know, someone's number two, Leia's number. Two. Now, how come Ruben made that mistake? Then? Right? Because Ruben happened to be privy to a conversation with Leia. When he brought back the Didoyim, Leia asked for the summon Didoyim. And Leah said, "You stole my husband. Now you want to get my daughter, my son." So, in other words, he heard from her what Leah's opinion was that she was number three, and she didn't hear the denial of that fact from Yankee Rabino. So, definitely, Leah had that feeling to a certain extent that she was number three. She's no one like whatever it is. So, because of that. The, uh, he made that error, but he realized it right away. But the thing, the lesson for Kaisor is that the Godel made a made a decision. We all have to follow. We have a leader. We're following the leader. He made a decision. We don't think he's right. Right? Why? Obviously, because we have a different opinion. Right? You should know that whatever you feel about, he is. He has his reason. He's right, and this is what a chairman says by 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 Zokimamri. Even if he says from left is right and right is left, right, it means I have to listen when he's wrong. Oh, you have to listen when he's wrong. He's right. You think he's wrong from right to left and left to right. That's only your opinion. His opinion is that he's the right way, and we come to less learn from him. And therefore, when he says that's right, then now we have to understand why that's right. But that's right. It's not the point that it's wrong. That's the point that we must lesson. And that's the lesson for Claudia Soil that he put in over here. You know, this lesson that what our leaders' decisions are and how we have to uh, work on their words to understand what they say, not just to, uh, to what he called to criticize. Like we wish everybody that it marks in the table, and I skip back in the yard. But that's a very good year, a healthy year. We have long a little summer, a nice table, and COVID, and it's a shame that Ashes Boy should be back.